Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong. And everything in between. So it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life for joining me tonight. Rodney is um, on his anniversary, um, celebrating his anniversary, I guess is a better way to say that, but he and Samaria are are um, celebrating their first year of marriage, so congratulations to them. So he's not with us tonight. He will be missed for sure. Um, I'm just happy for them and, and hope that they have many more Happy, happy years together. So it'll just be me tonight, and I say this, I know I say this every Monday, but I am so um, hoping and planning to not keep you guys on uh, for the full two hours last week. Uh, Whatever happened to the show, we went went over to the two hours and then they cut us off so I think we were on about three hours actually it just it just finally cut us off so 
we we need to work on that but but sometimes it it just gets good and and what we what we talk about and what we talked about especially I really hate that it that it cut off cuz we didn't get to kind of end and finalize it which is why I thought let's just come back and at least do this again even if it's for a, a brief time a short time so tonight's topic we're doing it again basically what's on your mind let's talk about it or, or let's talk about let's talk about it what's on your mind part 2 is the is the title for the tonight's show um i want to start out um i guess for for all of you who are preparing to celebrate or going to celebrate tomorrow happy 4th of july i have no plans i am plan to do i thought about this today and i i, I did not think about it when i made the plans but Every year on the 4th, for the most part, I, I do like a cleaning, just a spurge of cleaning. And usually it's always in my garage for for whatever reason. So I have that planned again for tomorrow. But when I when I planned it, I was not thinking that, hey, this is what I've been doing for the last few years on the 4th, uh, at least for the, for the first part of my day. So that's what I plan to do, and I've been doing that for the last few days, cleaning closets and um, just purging my life and, and getting getting rid of things that I have not seen in a very long time, things that I forgot that I had or have purchased, some things I've purchased, never used, and things like that. So I'm just going to bless somebody with the things that I have kind of put to the side. And I figure if I have not seen you in a couple of years, I don't need you or or something's going on. So that's what I've been doing. I hope that you all have plans uh, for tomorrow that is suitable for your growth and your life. So we'll get to moving right along. I'm going to share a couple of things with you all tonight, Um, have a couple of announcements asking, uh, well, sharing some information and also asking for your assistance in in some, some matters or situations and things like that. So we'll get to that. But want to start again just by thanking you guys, saying welcome. Happy Fourth of July, and reminding you that the phone lines are open tonight. It will be greatly appreciated if you come in and have something to say, especially since it's just me tonight. I'm so used to having Rodney on as my backup. I can kind of slip away and and uh, just give it over to him often and, and vice versa. So if you have something to share, if there's something on your mind tonight, if there's something, anything that you want to talk about, you want us to talk about, you know, want to suggest a show topic, whatever it is, that's what tonight's show is about. Let's talk about what's on your mind. I have several things, and I will not get through all of them for sure tonight. Uh, there's there's just no way. But uh, that's what tonight's topic is is about. So I hope you, you come in and share some things. The phone, That being said, the phone lines are open, and the way you can connect live is select the number one if you're listening by phone if you're not and you do want to call in and have something to share, if you're listening by Facebook or through Facebook, if you're listening through the chat line, from your phone, whatever the case may be, but if you have something to share and you want to share it uh, online with us, the number to call is 818-691-7406. Again, 818-691-7406. You, um, if you're listening by way of chat, certainly you probably know how to do that. You could just Type your comment there. I'll be back and forth since it's just me tonight. Be patient with me because I'm monitoring Facebook. I'm monitoring monitoring the chat line. 
um, and the switchboard as well. So be patient if I don't get you right away. I would say the best way to, to connect right away is to just dial in 818-691-7406 and select the number one. But if you don't want to and you want to um, do it the other way, just, just be patient with me and, and I'll get it for sure. Uh, second thing I want to remind you guys of is our trash can baby. I cannot, 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 and I will not, um, I guess, get away from that because the more I go into whatever it is I'm, I'm going into, um, we call it transformation, and I'm going to share something. I heard, I heard a, someone say something about transformation this week that has just lingered in my spirit. So, but the further I get into it, the more I think about change and how necessary it is to grow, not just change, but to grow in that change, to be accepting of life, to say yes to life, based upon not saying just yes to life and yes to anybody and yes to anything, but saying yes to your path, to your life, to your understanding of your life and where you're going, where you want it to go. And in doing so, being able to eliminate any distractions, the noise, um, the things and the people that you feel slow you down, in a sense. So saying yes to that life, because life is going to happen. Um, you have a choice to show up um, to what is happening in your life. And, and, and what I mean by show up, respond. Respond to that, being accepting to it, because you cannot control, in most cases, what what comes your way. But respond to it, because... I really do believe life teaches us, and I think when when we when we continue to miss it or we stop growing or we get stuck, um, we're in a place where we are we are not being accepting of what why why we're going through this. What what what's the issue? Where am I to grow from this? Where am I to go from this? Um, rather than focusing on the situation, how bad it makes you feel, how awful it is. Because to, just like life happens, tomorrow comes. Things, things, things change, and they will continue to do so. So going back to um, the trash can, baby, what we ask you to do for, for listeners who've been with us, who have been with us from day one to new ones, we, we ask you to continue to do this. And if it's not with your trash can, make it something else. But always keep your mind on the importance of change not changing someone else, not changing a situation, but changing and I want to say who you are, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that off this time because I want to share that share something that the the, the something that that just kinda of have stuck in my spirit. But move your trash can or whatever you have it to be, something that you you use often, um, move it and then just monitor how often how many times you return back to the place that you moved it from. So think about that. Do it and let us know. Tell us your stories. We've not heard stories about that in, in quite a while, so I'm not sure if you all are doing it or just over, so over it right now. But continue. If it's not that, move some things. Change some things around in your life. Don't get stuck in routine um, or habits, so much so that your life becomes, uh, that you're living life 
in, in a, on cruise control. You're living life in autopilot. Like you don't have to think about things because it's automatic, the things you accept. It's automatic, the things you say. It's automatic, the things you do. It's automatic, the new things that you're willing to try and so forth. So um, move your trash can and stay connected with us and let us know how that works for you. Um, my announcements, and I'm gonna gonna announce these things periodically through the show and at the end as well. Um, there is a jazz concert, and this is this is a I'm, I'm I've been kind of helping just promote this um, for someone that I recently met that has just really been a blessing in my life um, is sponsoring a jazz concert, and the it is. Friday, July 7th at the Esplanade on Germantown Parkway. Um, We, meaning a couple of girls or ladies from our Bible study group, uh, Friday Night Bible Girls, we get together usually once a month. We've gotten a little behind, but we get together once a month and and have Bible study. So a a number of them are going and a few more friends as well. Tickets are $55. We still have two tickets for the table. We got a VIP table, and we still have two tickets um, for that table. So if anyone is interested in going, and this lady is, there are going to be three people there, but the the, the main um, singer or, or performer is, is, she's a black female, fluitist, jazz, uh, and she's number one. She's the she's the only female, to, to my understanding. I'm hoping I'm saying this correctly. She's the only female that has made the number one chart in this uh, area of music. So worth supporting. Um, different, and and I'm so happy that so many of of the women that are in my life, and some of them, some of them I don't know. Some of them decide to go with us through friends of friends. But I'm glad that we are coming together for a different type of music, um, a different, just just something different. Um, because when you think about a fluidist, I've never heard about heard of this lady, but I've I've googled her, listened to some of her music on YouTube, and it's it's different. It just puts you in a different zone, a different mood, a different mindset, and that's what we mean by open your life up, live, try new things, go new places, do some things alone, take a walk. Um, just just try life. Say yes to life. So the sec that's that, and I'll give you some information. Um, I'll tell you what. If you're interested, reach out to me. If if anyone's interested in going, that's this Friday, seven o'clock at the Esplanade. And I hope I'm saying that correct correctly. But if you're interested, just reach out to me through Facebook or give me a call. All of my information is right right there. Um, and available to you. The second thing I want to announce is um, I have, for the first time in life, I've put a GoFundMe. Uh, I've, I'm doing a GoFundMe or decided to, to help someone. I hate to say that I'm doing a GoFundMe. But I have a family member who has really been going, and her husband, has they've really been going through a challenging time. And if you... If you um, remember, many of you have heard Bo call in to the show. He's a regular. And I have watched them um, just go through a really, really hard time. Tasha is is my my cousin and and married to Bo. And I've I've watched Tasha go through being um, 
diagnosed with having seizures and and not being able to work, um, getting married, having a son, a per, their first son, Tyson, and just really life is just like we say, life happens. And Tasha said something a few days ago um, that really, really. I guess just kind of made me think about how how blessed we all are and how um, in the midst of anything, how grateful we should remain. And this is this is all out there, so I'm 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 gonna this is you know a lot of personal information for her. But she was she takes seizure medication and she's supposed to take her medication twice a day. Well. Recently, she's been taking just just one pill a day in hopes of stretching it, hopes of making it last longer. That being said, I'm not sure if it's if if she's had the seizures because of this, but she's had more seizures here lately. Um, she started to have them more frequently. That may have something to do with the medication. But I was having a conversation with her, and she was able to get some more samples from her doctor. And what she said in the midst of that conversation that God is so good. And the reason that 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 blessed me so because this is not the only thing that they're going through. Like there is, of course, with her not being able to work, both been in and out um, of surgery and things like that. He's the only one working, bringing you know, paying the bills, and they've had issues with their home. Just one thing after another. And in the midst of all these things, and I could keep going, this 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 one thing happened to where she was able to get a few more samples of medication, and she saw that as a, a huge blessing. It's almost like she forgot about everything else and, and focused on the blessing rather than all the other issues. And I, I actually shared it with a friend before sharing it with Tasha how, how much just that one thing blessed me to hear because I'm used to the opposite. I'll even have to con- convert myself sometimes. Like you're focusing on what's happening, what you see, um, whether then it's kind of like the, the the rain and the rainbows or, 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 or a rainy day. It's so much you can get out of that. So that, that blessed me. That being said, there is a GoFundMe account out for Tasha and Bo, um, we're wanting to help them do just a fresh start. That's actually what the name of it is, a fresh start. And I had had I think it just kind of came about because I've always wanted to be. I wish I could just go go into my account and say, "Here you go, you know, move, go get your medicine, pay everything up. Here you go." But of course, life has not happened that way for me, and I, I can't just go pull it out. But I've always wanted to do something um, where people are able to donate just a dollar, just one dollar. Because just think about it, you guys. If we have, and, and the goal for them is eight thousand dollars. But if you have eight thousand people that give just one dollar, think about the power of that dollar. That that I mean, that saves that can that can save a life because there are many people who. When they're going through something, as much as, as I've seen Tasha and Bo go through this last year and a half, too, people will take their lives over something like this. People have. And so 
a dollar. But I guarantee you, people have seen that and they thought, a dollar? Give a dollar for what? They, they, we come up with every reason. And we ask a thousand questions before giving a dollar. I know because cause we've tried it in our family years and years and years and years ago where we tried to get people to just give a dollar a month. Let's put it let's put it all in a, in an account and when someone needs something and my son was 13 at that time, he's 29 now. Imagine what we would have had. And people had questions, well, who's going to be over it? What are you going to do with it? And this and that. You're talking about a dollar, which would have been $12 a year. Really? Come on. So that being said, the the way that you can donate, it's and I'm going to leave it. I didn't put a deadline um, to it. I'm going to just kind of leave it out for a little bit and, and see what happens. But we're asking for people to donate a dollar and then ask someone else, hey, go do this. And this is something that I would like to be able to keep going um, to form some kind of organization group that, and we can call it Fresh Start Angels. And, and again, something that I've always wanted to do was just be able to have funds readily available and, and, and make sure that it's done correctly. Um, for those who are donating, you know what family is getting it, getting the funds, why, and we keep you updated. But this is where people are today. I mean, there are literally people who we can complain in Tasha and Bo's case. We can, they, they can choose to complain about so much that is going on in their lives, but someone would switch with them, would, would, would switch lives with them at a heartbeat because their situation in their eyes is much worse, is much worse. But nonetheless, it is what it is. Your pain is your pain. Your situation is your situation. Your reality or your, perce- your, your perception of that reality or that pain is yours. And we cannot judge that. We should not judge that. And I, I'll tell you, I've not always been at that place. I've not always been at the place where um, I don't judge, so to speak. And I'll say this, this happened within the last year where you get to a point, you've heard me say, when you want it for, when you, to, to want it for yourself is to want it for others. And when you only want it for yourself or you only focus on getting it for yourself and not wanting, or I wouldn't say not wanting, but not caring really about um, when, the, when the other person gets there or if they get there and you're looking at their life, their, their lifestyle rather than their life. And that is a form of, 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 of judging. So um, it's, a new, it's a new level of life. I heard a quote um, that when you want to, when you get to a place, I'm saying that wrong, when your, your, your money is, the, is kind of the last place of spirituality. And I think what they're saying is when you, when you no longer care or want to hold on to it or you see um, I won't say the value of it, but just the lack of value in it. Yes, it, it takes care of us. But it also does the opposite because it will change a person. So all that goes, to, all that is is really about who you are as a person, who you are, and how how you perceive people. 
So the the way to donate, and please share this, and if it and it's just a dollar, and if you don't want to go online and do it, um, I'll come up with another way for you to get it. I guess to us, but we want the goal in this of yes is to help Tosh Info, but the 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 other goal is to promote unity. Wherever, however, wherever is to promote unity, and how if if we all did it, how how little we would have to do or give if everybody pitched in, even within families. Because really, at the end of the day, there's so many people in my family that if we all pitched in together, if we all said, "Hey, let's let's just forget about going publicly. Let's all give a hundred dollars." Well, let's all give two hundred dollars. We we could we could we could take care of this, but it's just that people won't come together and do that. It has to start somewhere, because if you if you look at people and and you guys the lines are open, I'll take your calls anytime. But this is what's on my mind, so that's tonight's topic. But if you look at people, if you view people today, if you just really sit back and study people, and 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 I do, I'm I'm I get this from Miss Earlene who calls in frequently as well, but people watcher. I've become quite the people watcher. And that may be because I'm watching myself as well. And I can tell you, I don't like what I see every day. And as as much as I've changed, I see so much more that I need to change and work on and grow through. Um, but but people are really hurting today I, for, for many, many reasons. Number one, we're so connected so much so that we're disconnected from the true source, from the true energy, from from just being able to determine and decipher life. What's what's happening around you, who who it's happening to. We're so connected till we don't even see that people are in need, people that we love and we spend time with every day, that we don't maybe we do see it, but but we don't respond. You know, we'll like the post, we'll make the great comments, we'll put I'm praying for you, but do we really go pray? Are we really that sorry enough to to do to go behind the scenes and say, Hey, I'm here, what can I do? And I've been doing that for so long. Like I'll see somebody's message on Facebook. I've I've did this many times. I don't post it publicly. I'll go and send a private message, hey Read your, read your message. Are you okay? Is there anything I can do? Do we do that, or are we just into the clicks, like, love, praying for you? And I, I think it's the latter. I think we're into the clicks, the attention. Did you see? Did you see? I responded. But what are you doing? Because the click, the like, the love button, the words—they are nothing if there is no action put behind it. And sometimes people need more than the click. They need more than your likes, your loves on Facebook, your Twitters, your Instagrams, because there's no connection there. It's just like it's that pilot, it's that cruise, it's that auto mode. It's going through the emotions of that of of that particular thing, and we're just waiting on the next one, the next you know quote or the next person to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. We're just waiting to to be able to like and love again and do a quick post and move forward. We forget about it just as quick as we see the next one. So it's time to start responding. 
And and before you respond to someone else's life, we have to be willing to make sure you're responding in your life before you're trying to um, fix life, fix things, fix people, and which is which is why another reason I decided, you know what, I've been saying I'm, I'm going to do this for so long, um, my some well more closets because I started started a while, but. I just would not allow myself a break this time. And and I did far more than I intended to do. But the reason, one of the reasons I believe for me that I'm I'm getting to be so hard on others in the sense of you can do this too is I've become so hard on myself. In the sense, what well, not critical, but I have great expectations of my plan and my action for that plan because I can have the plan all day. I can write it down. I can say it. But if I am not doing the same thing, I mean, responding to people's lives, if I'm not doing, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. If I'm not willing to put in the work, then nothing's going to change. So, uh, that was my second thing. So it's GoFundMe.com backslash Fresh Start. Um, and if you and if you you can give more, and people have. But if you don't want to donate there, and again, that's www.gofundme.com Fresh Start, and you'll see uh, Tasha and Bo's picture there, uh, the write up about it, and so forth. And do share this. Um, with friends, family, and and do if you can, do give. I'll give that that information out again uh, during the show and at the end of the show. And if you if you don't want to give through through GoFundMe again, you can contact me directly uh, for either the concert or the GoFundMe. The third thing um, I want to talk about Gator Consulting, and I I don't know I can't remember if I've mentioned this ever. Um, I'm hoping that I have at some point. I do remember that I, I, I talked about RSVP. But Gator Consulting is, is is in full business blast, I'll say it right now, business mode. And so what I want to do is I'm asking all of our listeners what um, I've started to do, life coaching and um, some, well, I should say much of it is counseling to people who are experiencing marital problems. Wow, I never thought never would have thought. But nonetheless, I think the greatest people um or the or the people to do that. And when I say this, I think about Steve Harvey. And I think I think about him because so many people um just down him for writing that book for talking about his marriage and, you know, and how, you know, what they go through and that he's happy. So many people reflect upon his third marriage and what should he know. Well, I say, you know, I haven't been married three times, but um, I say he's the best person to tell us because, one, he, I feel, and I wasn't a Steve Harvey fan as, as far as the comedian Steve Harvey, and I'm really not. You know, I guess a fan of too many people. I, I was more your Richard Pryor, those kind of people from back in the day. But, but I always watched him 
um, I can't think of the name of the show, but the where the, the principal, I can't think of the name of it, loved that show and loved his, his talk show. But I, I wasn't the, the, the comedy girl. But I, I, I see so much in Steve Harvey, and I, and I don't, I don't know why I've gravitated, gravitated to him um, in the recent years. But I have, and much of what he says has has some truth. I don't agree with everything because the ninety day rule thing, totally don't agree with that. Because I just figure if you're going to do it every ninety days, count the number you've had at the end of the year. Is that really what you want? So that being said, I still like Steve Harvey. And it's okay that I don't support every word of what he says, but I do think that he is, he he should be one of the people telling us the do's and don'ts, what works for him, what he had to change and so forth. And that's how people are. Again, they just look at, they look at your past rather than your now. But what if people did that to you? What do you feel like or who do you feel like when they when people do it to you? Because people do it all the time. But nonetheless, to get back to Gator Consulting, um, what I'm really after and, and, and have did several um, is doing more workshops and seminars on the importance of effective communication. And I, I did a lunch and learn for the city of Memphis. I did uh, several things for the school system a couple of schools here, um, and so I'm looking to branch out. So I say that to say, for those of you, if you come across your employers and they're looking to bring someone in to do a seminar um, for teachers, for their employees, whatever, the, your church, whatever the case may be. Now, that being said, I said this is a full-blown business, so I, I, I will do free, but that is not my motto anymore. It's a business. So there is a charge is what I'm saying. But I would like for you guys to take a look at the website, Gator Consulting, that's G-A-I-T-O-R, consulting.com. You can message me from there as well. Um, the seminars work work really well for your business, your church, your personal relationships, if you're going through something trying to understand one another, um, and and if, if anybody is listening who has taken the assessment that the assessment that we offer, feel free to chime in um, and share what it did for you, um, how it, how you're making it work for you, um, and so forth. So take a look at the site, and if you if you know of a place, of a person, of a business, of a church that might um, benefit from the seminar. Let me know. I I do give uh, referral referrals for, to people who refer me somewhere, and I get the business. I I do give referral fees and so forth. So again, GatorConsulting.com is the site, and I'll give um, I'm going to give the information out on the concert and GoFundMe towards the end of the show. I'll give those get give that information out again uh, later. So. Those are a few things that's on my mind. Let me check because I have more. Okay, for those of you who are in the chat room, just welcome. And and if you have something on your mind, post it, and I will get it out just as quickly as I can. I'm going to check Facebook here, you guys, real quick. And something seems to be going on with Facebook. But nonetheless, I'll check back there. So 
if people are listening through Facebook, I am unable to read anything if you sent me any messages or anything like that because I can't really connect to Facebook. So let's move right along. I want to go back to, I listened to the show from last Monday. I wasn't able to hear it all, but um, I was looking for one particular part, and I, I, I never found that that part, but I think I know, I remember enough to kind of move forward. I want to start tonight's show off with what we started last week's show off with, and that's the movie The Shack. I um, suggested it to another friend, and they watched it. She watched it last night, and we talked about it briefly today about again just just what it does or it did and and I realize that not everybody is 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 getting this this reaction or no not everybody is reacting to the the movie in the way that I am and 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 I don't know why but this movie really 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 touched my spirit really touched my spirit um and before I go in there I I remember earlier I wanted to mention to you guys a, a quote that, and I don't know if I really call it a quote. I was listening to Soulful Sunday, and the gentleman said that transformation, the question was what what is transformation? And he said tr- transformation is not about transforming into something new or somebody new. It is more about revealing who you were. And I just kept hearing that in my spirit, in my mind. I kept pondering. I kept repeating it. And I want to say it again. It's not about transforming into something new or somebody new, but more about revealing who you were. And I've never heard it quite put that way. I've always looked at it as, you know, becoming becoming this new person and this, this doing these new things. And I, I do believe that comes with it, but this this statement just took it to a whole nother level. And I started to think about life and and how children, how babies, you, me, whoever's listening, how we start out. For the most part, kids start out with the most forgiven, innocent willing heart and mind and soul and there's scripture that tell us that we must become childlike in in serving and seeking Christ and and all that and so this this statement again just those few words created a dialogue in my spirit like I had many conversations with myself about it and again I I took it back to how we how we come into this world and I believe, for the most part, it's innocent, forgiving, loving, um, nurturing, willing, with a willing heart and all of that. But the world just kind of takes that away. We, or we allow it to, me included. So often we get stuck. And so I thought about the shack again. And that's what this movie has has. Well, what it did for me In such a way it, it helps me to look at Everything that happens in my life I'm able to go back and find Something 
something that was said, um, a part that was played out, I'm able to go back and, and reference, find, use it as a reference to the situation. Um, and as I thought about this this particular statement, I'm reminded of the part, and, and by now, if you haven't seen it, I'm okay with giving, giving most of it away because I feel like if, if you really was going to see it by now, you probably would have. But there's a part in there that, this father asks, why are you, why am I having to go through this? Why am I reliving this, basically? And the answer was, because this is where you got stuck. And so as you think about revealing who you were, so often, or so many times, and I'll speak for me, I won't say us, but for, for me, as I look back, I re, I, I'm able to just realize it was one stuck after another, one stuck after another, one stuck after another, so much so until you, you're just stuck. You're just stuck and stuck and stuck. And you're living, but you're not living. Like you're, you're, you're going through the motion of everything. And there was a part, the part that I was looking for, for last, from last week's show is we had a caller, and she stayed on quite a while with us, and it came to got to a point where we were talking about where well, Rodney had asked her what's her strength, what are her strengths, and she could not answer that question. She just didn't have an answer for it. So it went. They talked a bit, but I, when I came back into the conversation, I asked her what was her weakness, what are her weaknesses in life, and she was able to instantly answer that question. Instantly, without without thought, without hesitation, she was able to just tell us what her weaknesses are, but not not her strengths. She had she wanted to you know would have to think about that. And again, life. If you if we we should not, and that was my response to never ever. And I can say that because Lord knows I've been there, and there are days I have to 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 challenge myself to focus on that strength my plan, my 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 desires, what I want for my life and and what what is not helping me get there. My thought whether it be my thoughts, my heart, my whatever it is, what is keeping me from my progression today? What will keep me from progressing today? And so I shared that with her um and parts of what I said, she, she, she disagreed because basically what I said, we have to make a choice, that no matter what side you're on, you've made a choice to be there. So no matter, and what I, what I mean by that, if you make a choice to know your weaknesses without focusing on your strengths, then you've made that choice. And basically, as I mentioned Tasha and Bo, someone, as, as, as bad as it seemed to them, and as bad as it is, I guess I should say, um, someone would trade places with them in a minute because their stuff is, in their eyes is much better than what they're going through. And I want, so I want to reiterate on that. No matter where you are in life, you may not have chosen to be there, but you've, you made the choice of, how you're going to live in that moment, how how you're going to deal with it and progress through it. I'd like to say grow through it because none of us, 
none of us are beyond life or is beyond life happening. None of us. Something's going to happen to throw us off, to get us off track. But most of the time, I think the the, the reason we, we keep going through some things is, is because we never deal with a thing. And then that stuff becomes a stuff. That stuff causes us to get stuck here. Some we, we, we just stop living. We stop saying yes to our greatest teacher, which is our life. So you can, you can decide to stay stuck or you could decide to say, hey, I'm here, but I will not get stuck here. I'm going to go through this and I'm going to grow through this and it's going to be part of my past, but it's going to make me stronger and better in my future. And so the shack, I'm going to say this again, and I, I, I hate to keep bringing this up, um, but I, I cannot tell you guys enough. And hopefully it will do for you what it did for me. And, and, and not everybody, but, but the majority of the people who watched it, Tamari and, and, and Rodney watched it for the first time last week or last weekend, and we talked about it on that Monday. And, and again, I've watched it. So I, I had a friend over, and uh, Brandon had come over and, we were gonna play, we were well getting ready to play chess, and so I asked him. I was like, "Did you have you seen the the shack?" And Brandon just turned around and was like, "Oh my God, you better say yes, you have. Do something, <laughs> because he knows that I'm just I'm over the top on it. Because you guys, it 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 touches on again being stuck. It it touches on forgiveness like none other, judging, um, pain, um, just being free of of life, being free to live and not trying to domesticate people, meaning to bring them into your pain, into your world, into your life, and want them to respond to your unannounced expectations, to things that they haven't even agreed or don't know that you, you need from them or want from them that, in, in that matter. So it, it speaks on, for me, every every part of life, love, Unconditional love, um, just so much, so much. So if you have not watched that, please watch it. It's called The Shack. Um, Another thing, and I'm going to check the lines real quick, and I'm going to see if I can get on Facebook. Check my time. Okay, 845, so we're doing good. 9 o'clock was, 9 o'clock Central, 10 Eastern is my, my hope zone for ending the show, but we'll see. You guys, I can't get on Facebook. I don't know why, but something's going on. All right. And the chat. We're good there. Um, forgiveness is something that we talked about quite a bit last last week as well. And, again, we didn't get to end the show properly, so that's one of the things I want to go back to because I feel that that is that's one, of, one of our – Greatest, um, one of the greatest things that holds holds us back in life is unforgiveness. I guess I should say, unforgiveness. Um, the quote that I read off last week, I remember writing this one down, and and again, I, I probably should have looked it up before this time too, but I'm pretty sure it goes, unforgiveness is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. 
um, we could change it up in a in a sense as well. Unforgiveness is like taking poison and waiting for the situation or the circumstances to go away um, or the pain to go away. So I want to start out tonight by saying unforgiveness or forgiveness is not for the other person. It's not for the person that has hurt you. It's not for the situation that hurt you, but it is truly for you giving you the power to move on and move forward. And I'll take this back to the shack because there's a point, there's many, many, many um, points in that movie or, or occurrences in that movie where forgiveness just has to has to take place in order for the, the, the progress to progress, I guess I should say. Um, so we have to forgive, but... I'm going to flip this around because I think the first person that we must forgive is our, is ourselves. And so often we don't, and that leads to um, the hurting people hurt people um, kind of scenario. And so we live with so much regret, so much shame and blame and bondage until nothing really can touch us, no matter how good or how bad. And that's why I think people are looking like zombies now, because you're just stuck. Where you, are, you, are, you are stuck somewhere in some situation with someone, with that someone who hurt you or people, with the people that hurt you. And those people are gone, but they're stuck and they're stuck. And so the cycle keeps just repeating itself. But I do feel like the first person, if anybody is dealing with unforgiveness, that has caused you to become stuck in life, to be miserable, to be unhappy, to to want to control the life of others, um, think about what is it, who who are you really angry with, or what is it that you're really angry about? Because usually, and not this is not across the board, but in most cases, it's not all about that thing, that situation, the other person, but more about you. I think so often we are angry with ourselves that we allowed it or we didn't do it, we didn't say it, we said it, we won't do anything about it now, that we're so angry and caught up with ourselves and it's just easier to blame that person and wait for them to do something about it. And really, while you're waiting for that person to do something about it, that person is waiting for somebody to do something about their pain or the hurt that they caused them. They can't come back and, and do it for you. And in most cases, they're not, at least until they get to a place in life that they have they've elevated so much so within themselves that they've 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 did some soul searching, they've did some connecting, some awakening, personal awakening. They they are holding themselves accountable and no longer giving um the power over to someone else. Meaning waiting for them to say the right thing, to fix it, to do the right thing. They have taken responsibility for where they are, who they are, and what they are. 
they're saying it's no longer anybody's fault that I'm here, especially if you are of age. And I think the same thing should begin to happen with, with our children. Sure, you can make this decision. Sure, you can you can make this choice. But are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing to accept the consequences that may come? Have you considered the consequences? And so often we just live life in that stuck mode so much so that we're not able to make conscious decisions for the plan, for the desires of your life. And it goes back to because the person that you were created to be is lost in that stuckness, if that's a word. They're lost. You're just like in this tornado that just keeps going and going and going, and you are the center of it, but still going through life. And about that choice, making that choice, I thought about this actually today, um, how job, our, jo- our jobs, how many times a year do you not want to go to work, for those of you who, who work? How many times do you dread, you just dread going? But in spite of that, you go. You go. Why? Because that check. That money, that security of having it, same with everything else in your life. If it's change you want, then you 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 go, you go against whatever contradicts that, because really you you know what works and what doesn't. You know what's gonna gonna land you back. You know for the most part what's gonna be a setback for you, for the plan for the change that you want to see. But for the going back to the job, we go because you now have a why. Your why or your what is more important than your staying home because that choice is going to generate what you what you think you need or what you do need, which is the money to pay your bills, to live whatever. Well, what if we treated our spirit like that, our soul, our happiness, our growth? What if anything that 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 put that in jeopardy, or anybody that we're able to say, you know what, not good for my spirit. I don't want to fight this battle. I'm not going to fight this battle. It's not mine to fight. I'm not going to show up for this. What if we're able to do that in life? So it goes back to choice. We make a choice. Whatever, wherever you are, however you're choosing to feel, you made the choice to feel negative or you make a choice to feel neg- negative or positive. You make a choice to speak life into your into your life or to speak negativity, bondage, hate, unforgiveness. You have a choice. If you want a cake, then you use the ingredients for a cake. Same with life. And it doesn't make it easy. It doesn't mean just just because you make the choice, it won't make it easy. But it is the start. It is the energy that put, that is put forth for the plan to manifest. And and the minute the minute you decide, and I'm gonna go back to the statement that I heard quote whatever to reveal who you were created to be because that's what it's about purpose. 
I think so many of us, including me, you guys, I cannot tell you how, what's the word for it? I, I guess free, the freedom. And when I think about it, as I did today, I should be scared as hell about not having a job. Like, I should be frightened as hell, but I'm not. I thank God. That is the letting go of that stress and the BS and just the politics of it and the energy that it bought in my home because that's where I'm working from and just not having to deal with it. I'm like, there, there, I want nothing ever or no one ever to make me go through that kind of stuff. And it doesn't have to be. Like, I would literally, I would literally just be, and I hate Walmart, but I would be okay working at Walmart to have my, my peace and my happiness and my sanity. And to think about how long, for two plus years now, because that's how long the buyout, I mean, we, we were bought out and it's just been just just hell. Just trying to get stuff done was hell. Just just trying to do your job was hell. And for me, that's stressful because I want to do my job. I want to show up and do what I'm supposed to do. And But I want you to make sure that I have the means to do that. And so when I think about just how, I don't know, it's just like nothing's worth that. And nobody is worth you feeling like that either. Nothing, no job, none of that is worth it. And so we have to be willing, again, to say yes. But in order to say yes to the things, um, and again, you don't. That, I'm not saying you have control over those things that, that happen because life is going to happen. But how you respond to that thing, how you speak life into it, how you, your faith, your trust in God, um, your trust in, in, in your, yourself and the ability to endure and to go through and to grow through, that sets the tone in every way. And so I want to go back. I'm going to get off of forgiveness in 8.57, so I'm going to go a little bit over. But Rodney stated last on last week's show or during last week's show um, about something that a friend said to him about his marriage. Rodney talked about being married because uh, he was sharing that they were going to be going, he and Tamara were going to be going to celebrate their anniversary. And he talked about his first marriage um, and how he didn't go into details, but we've heard it here for those of you who've listened prior You've heard that that story in that situation, but he shared that a friend shared with him um, these words. Basically, you know, I don't know your situation, bro, but or how all of this is going down, so to speak. But your wife has some serious issues. But it's what he said after that. The issues are not her fault but that they're not your fault either. And then went on to tell him that he was proud that he had showed up basically and tried to make all that work because she was an older woman with with several kids 
and one really close to Rodney's age, and and so he was also telling him that I'm proud that you that you took this on, that you trying. Rodney stopped going to school, worked, 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 trying to take care of everything, and it just wasn't working out. And so that that goes back to that hurting people hurt thing, hurt hurt people. Goes back to the shack where you we see what people do, we see how people respond to life, but you've not walked in their shoes. Now that being said, I love what this guy said because he says they're not her fault, but guess what? They're not your fault either. And so often I think we try to take on things and take on people and try to fix them or fix that thing for them, and we we really can't. Those internal things, unless someone is willing to say, I have some issues here. Something's going on, and I'm I'm they're affecting my life. They're affecting your life because you're in my life, and I want to make them right. But so often we don't say that. People will not say that. And if people are not admitting that, owning up to it, there's not much you can do about their issues. But the one thing I think we should not do is act oblivious to them, act as if they don't exist. You're okay, and talk to to somebody else about it, but not them. Just just pat them on the back, oh, it's okay. And then before they know it, they're 50 years old and still screwed up. 60 years are still screwed up. 70 years old, still screwed up. There's nothing worse, and I see it so much. I see so many miserable senior women, senior men, miserable, miserable. If you've lived that long and, and, and not taken the time or something something along the way has not knocked on your heart and your mind and said, this is, this is not right. This is not love. This is not life. This is not peace. This is not happiness. But so often I think we don't, we don't, we don't identify it as love or peace. I'll say love because we've not, some of us really not ever been loved or seen loved. Or know really what love is Because you think about what the Bible says love is And you compare it to I hate to say compare it But if you if you look at it side by side As to what people think love is In this in this worldly world And what how, how it's described in the Bible Oh my gosh it is, it is totally opposite Totally opposite That's where that unconditional love And that's on my list But I don't think we're going to make it Because it's already after 9 o'clock But um, I wanted to share that and then bring into, I mentioned the headbanger last week as well because it, it made me think about, um, a, a number of the things that were said last week made me think about this young man that I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I could I could just sit and have a conversation with him today, but I would not be, I wouldn't know how to find, even begin looking for him. But when I worked um in North Carolina with the school system, and I'll be brief in this story because I'm sure most of you have heard it for your old-timers, but the young young man was labeled as, as our headbanker, and 
he was labeled that way because that's what he would do. He would bang his head on the walls of the school. And I worked at this really, really old school. It was, I mean, like ancient old concrete walls and all of that. And so he would bang his head so so much so that he had to have a helmet on. And the second year, um, he had a different counselor. Um, those kids who have EIPs and things like that, they have, you know, assigned people that come out and kind of do the IEP on them or, or do the, the assessment for the IEP and so forth. So they, they kind of monitor monitor kids' behavior in the class and so forth. And so he was in this um, behavior class, but what was not a kid that had a behavior issue. They, it's just kind of one of those things that has gotten worse now, like they don't know where to put you or what to do with you because it's a different situation. So what do we do with you? So we just put you up in a behavior class and, and give you an IEP and, you know, there you go. So, but this year, this last year, uh, because the school I worked at was fourth and fifth grade, and so he made it through the fourth grade, and and, and mind you, he came from the other school, like this, um, labeled as a headbanger, and so fifth grade, uh, thank God, there was a new counselor assigned to him, and this counselor noticed that, and and he also had a a male teacher this year, tall, tall guy, um, Big guy, very vocal when 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 needed, and this counselor noticed that whenever this teacher would raise his voice or seemingly um, get angry, that the headbanger would would bang his head in most cases, and so she she took that as this is relevant, you know, some this there's something to this. Well, long story short, um, we found out or they found out that this young man's mother was being severely abused at home um, and how he would deal with it is he would get in between his bed and the wall and to eliminate the voices and the sounds of the beatings to his mom, he would bang his head. And that, that, that's what worked for him. Now, until that moment um, where that is determined that this is this is this is this is what's happening here, and this is why, then the headbanger seems a little bit crazy, odd, you know, beyond repair, and all of that. But that was his life. That was his reality. That was his pain. That is the way that he responded to his pain, and he's a child. He's a child, and and I'm going here because I think so often we sit back and we we see things that are happening to children, and we act like we don't, and we do it in front of them. We see they hell, their hell. We know their hell in some sense, but we good old Christian folks act like, oh yeah, I see it, but. But what can I do? And so now this this child gets stuck in life. Everything about this the headbanger's life, and that's why I wish I could sit with him and find out what's going on with him because he was labeled at such an early age. 
he was labeled because of the pain he was enduring and that he could do nothing about. And the shack has some of that in it as well. Matter, matter of fact, it's much of the much of the movie, like it's it, much of the movie steers from domestic violence. And if we sit back and think about how many kids are going through that, how many kids have seen that and felt helpless, hopeless, because what can they do? What can they tell these two grown people who are supposed to be their example for life, who's supposed to show them the way, teach them? And so a lot of us just need to grow the hell up. But who am I, who was I, to think the headbanger was crazy before I found out his reality, his why? And the shack, again, brings that to life. It tells you that you could have easily been the headbanger. It tells you, really, that you are the headbanger, just not the true action of it. Like, you may not be the head banger, but you're something. And if you're not, you could be tomorrow. Because pain, hurt, bondage, boy, 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 is different. Something could happen tomorrow that throw you so far off where you thought you were, and you don't know for sure how you will respond to it. You can only hope that you will show up and say, hey, this is knocked at my door. Let me let it in and let me deal with it. And if you're dealing with it, is as he dealt with it, in his little mind was to eliminate the noise. And you think about the pain inflicted upon himself by by him by by him was his medication it was what kept him i guess sane while knowing that this is happening to my mom and i say that to say we just don't know we, you never really really know what people have gone through And so we either show up or we don't. And the only way we can show up, and it's different for children. It's really different for children. But grown people, grown people. Because even now, as bad as this is going to sound, I only hope that the head banker has said, you know what? I did not choose this deck of cards, but I'm certainly not going to allow it to be the hand that I play every day. And if he's if he's doing that, then I would have to tell him the same thing. We got to get past this. You are stuck. And is it worth your life? Is it worth your peace, your happiness? You have being a, a father, a husband, a leader, whatever it is. Is it worth that? Because the minute it becomes worth that, life is over. But you have to make that choice. And trust me, 
it was the hardest thing for me to say, I'm responsible for where I am. Nothing that was did, said, not did for me, nothing that I went through that I had no control over, but it is I. It is me. It's not you. It's not him. It's not her. It's not my mom. It's not my dad. It's not my friend. It's me. I denied that for a very long time. I would not say, oh, all this is my, my fault. Because until you until you decide to own up to that, until you take responsibility, until you own it, you're going to always look for somebody else to make it right. Somebody else to say, I'm sorry. Somebody else to come back and, and, and right the wrong and all of that. And people, I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, you're not going to get it. It's not going to happen. It is just not going to happen. So you have to let go. But at the same time you let go, you have to own it. You have to own it and then accept it, own it, recognize it, and then let it go. This has been, this this week has been just like, uh, I, I had a conversation with a friend yesterday who called and I had not talked to her in a while. And, and that's kind of how we do it. We'll go a while and, and um and then either I'll call her and we've had this revelation or she'll call me and she's had a revelation. And, and usually it is like we're going through it. Like we're just spiritually kind of connected in that sense where we feed off of each other. And I was sharing some things with her um, after she kind of shared some things with me. And I realized that this, 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 these last two weeks, I guess two, three weeks, especially this year, has been just a a purging kind of life or journey. But the purging meant that um, because it's kind of like with work, you when you're when you're when you're purging it, you're getting you're getting it out. You know that it's time to get it out. Like you know that it's there. You acknowledge that it's there, but it can't stay here. It's got to get off this. I'll just use the accounting part of it. You know, you it's got to get out of the system in order to start the new month and that kind of thing. But um, it just just eye opening, just an awakening. Um, and again, I think we go through these things. We go through these moments where you grow so much, and and you've heard me explain this a different way here. But you grow so much until you have to let some things go now because that you've kind of pulled those roots. You've awakened those roots. It's like a a a, a flower, a seed that you've planted that all of a sudden. You thought it was dead, and then it it comes back up the next season. So it's I forgot what they what they call those, but anyway, life is so much about life that if we look back into nature and just how things work, the seasons that if you you start to look, and I think that's another another indication that you're growing when nature starts to look like life to you. Um, everything you just see life kind of in everything. And it's a different world, which goes back to that statement the guy said. It's more about 
who you were, who you were before all this. Who were you created to be before you got stuck? Who were you created to be before your mom broke your heart, hurt you, before your dad broke your heart, hurt you, before that guy or that girl broke your heart? Who were you before the kids at school said the mean things to you? Who were you created to be? And when, when did you get so stuck that stuck was your life? That stuck was who you thought you were created to be? And so now you are stuck in the wrong job, stuck in the wrong relationship, stuck in negativity, stuck in whatever. So much so like the caller could tell us her weaknesses, but she could not, had no idea what her strengths were. So maybe that's the question for you tonight. What what are your strengths? Who are you? Who were you created to be? Where did you get stuck? Who have you not forgiven? Who have you judged? Are you able to love unconditionally? And you know what? Another thing, you guys, it this this means also how can I say this? Being I think when you get to this place in life, I'm, I'm going to say this, you can't be soft. You can't be the soft person. You can't be the, the person that pats everybody on the back and says, oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, you're okay. No problem. You pick and choose. Where do you want to be and show up in life? Whose life do you want to show up? What problems and issues do you want to deal with? What are you? What issues are you capable of dealing with? And being able to say, nope, not my deal, not my issue, no longer my deck of cards. I can't help you with this. I don't want to help you with this. It means living your truth. So often we get caught up in, I remember Erica Murray was on the show, and we did CEO to the Power of You, and one of the things I always remember, who are you? Who are you? Are you... A collective person or a cohesive meaning meaning are you this person around these people at this place or and then some another whole person like an entire different being somewhere else, and when we get to a place where we could just be who we are, no matter what you like me if you like me, you don't if you don't, guess what there are more people in this world, and some of them will like me, and some of them won't. It just means saying yes to your yes. But what is your yes? Are you so caught up and so stuck and so confused until it's yesterday, no to that yes tomorrow, maybe to that yes the next day? So we're confused. Blind leading the blind. Blind leading the blind. One more thing I'm going to share, and I'm going to, well, maybe, because it was on Facebook. So maybe, let me go back to, we have a caller. I am so sorry, you guys. I'm going to check real quick here, chat room, and see if I can get on blog talk, I mean on um, Facebook, while we're bringing our caller in. We have a caller from area code 404, last four digits, 1037. Call you on the air with us. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Bo, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how I'm are blessed. you? I'm blessed. How long blessed. have you been waiting? Uh, oh. Probably about maybe 10 minutes, but it's okay. 
why you didn't text me or something? You know, I got long-winded. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? I was I, enjoying the show myself. Good, good, good. Uh, I just personally wanted to call in. You know, I'm not going to spend too much time. I just personally wanted to call in and thank you for everything that you have been doing thus far. Um, thank you for the GoFundMe account. Um, just thank you for everything, for reaching out, for caring. Uh, uh, just want to say that uh, to whom all have given and to whom all that want to give, we truly appreciate it. Um, there's so much that can be said, you know, but I'm not going to say too much. Um, I'm just thankful and I'm grateful. Uh, when you're a man and you have to ask for help, sometimes uh, men take that as a blow because they feel like you can't handle the pressure that comes along with being a man. And then I think back to when I was young, you know, the Bible says when you're a child, you think as a child, and when you become a man, you put all foolish things away and you start to develop the mind of a man. But when I was a child and I needed help, I didn't reach out to anybody. I would contort to the wrong things to do to try to make up for that in which I was lacking, and it always led me to places that I couldn't help myself, speaking jail, prison, things of that sort, um, because I didn't want to reach out and ask for help. You know, in this world, we everybody's going to need some help sometime. You know, you hate to, 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 to think that that is going to be you one day. It does happen. And, you know, given the circumstances, you know what I mean, I, you know, I'm going to work my fingers to the bone. I mean, I wouldn't care because I have a family. I have a wife. I have kids. But whatever it takes within the, the law, the legal law, to do, then I'm going to do that to make sure that I'm taking care of my family. Um, some things may go lacking. Some things may get behind. But I'm not going to give up. If I die trying, then so be it. Put it on my headstone that he went out like a soldier. You know, that's that's my whole ball game in, in a nutshell. You know, but when I look at my wife, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, I'm proud of her. You know, to to the things that she's been through. You know, a lot of a lot of times, you know, I'm scared to uh to see her, you know, have seizures. You know, Tasha has two types of seizures. She has a grandma seizure and she has what they call a petite seizure. I didn't know one from the other, but given the sickness, I've come to know a lot about epilepsy because I read a lot. You know, I Google what I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll ask somebody that's in the medical field. You know, when I'm with my doctors, I, I you know, I, I ask. Um, and there's no limit to what love will make you do. You know, and you love somebody and you see them going through this and the people want to charge you $1,000 for 60 pills that she needs because she has no insurance. She has no job. Um, you're desperate because it's like every day she's having a seed and you love that person and you hate to see them go through that. There's no limit to the, the resources that you'll try to come up with to help that person, you know, and, you know, just speaking. Um, I went through some, through, through some resources to, to reach out and help me. You know I mean, cause you know, I have Medicaid. You know what I mean? So, you know, I told my doctor, I'm feeling dizzy. You know, I think I need to see a neurologist. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was desperate 
to help my wife and went to see the neurologist and told the neurologist I was taking her medication and that's the prescription that I needed. And he wrote me a prescription to get this medicine. And I did that for my wife. And I wouldn't care and I'd do it a thousand times to help her because that's what she means to me. You know, we live in a world now where people help those people that really don't need help and the ones that really need it can't get it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, after filing, you know, for disability for her, just the third time, time she's already been denied. People saying this, well, she can work. Well, how can she work? I mean, she's already been involved in one accident where she went across four lanes of traffic, down the embarkment, head on into a tree, could have killed herself. But thank God she didn't. So I would rather much have that person home, you understand me, off the road than on the road and have a seizure and hit a family, not knowing because when she has a seizure, she's out of there. Hit a family with some kids in the car, you know, and, and, and cause some, some people to lose their lives. So you're telling me that that's not a disability? Wow, the world that we live in. But that's neither here nor there. You know, I didn't call to spell all of that. I called to say that I appreciate everything that you're doing. I appreciate people that are that are that want to give. You know, I'm just very appreciative, and I appreciate life. You know, I appreciate my wife. You know, um, like I said today, I don't feel like you know I'm being less than a man because I can't handle all the pressure. Today, I feel that. Um, I'm being more of a man by accepting the help, you know, mm-hmm. and being understanding and having an open mind and letting God be the author and finisher of my faith. You know what I mean? It's rough. And, it's really well, rough. Well, you know what, and I'll share this with you uh, since you opened that door because I really expected both of you, I was like, they're not going to want to do this. This this means going public and, and asking, but I think in every, not I think, in every situation, like if people would ask for help more, it's kind of like church where I keep saying, why did we get rid of testimony? Why did we stop get, getting up and sharing the goodness, the greatness of God and, and allowing allowing God's hand to show up? But But when we sit back and we don't, you are more of a man. You are the man. For for because you you said you said yes right away even too because when I got to the part about okay I need a video a picture they said I have to have one or is it better I'm like okay this is gonna kill it right here because they're not gonna want that but you were the you was like yeah do it and 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 to me that that is more of being a man and and saying my family is at stake here because you can't this is a world today where you can't. For the most part, you cannot do it by yourself. You're running your own business. You have your own medical issues and that kind of thing with surgeries on your knees and all, all that, everything. But yet I see you out and try to help, still help people. I see you the, with the homeless guy. You're still trying to do. And that's, to me, that's what life is about, and there's not enough of it going around. And it's easy for me to do. You know why? Because I've been there. I have been there. Like, I've literally been there, my there. And everybody 
if if they've not had it, they should thank God that they've not been at that that moment. And maybe that's what people need today. Maybe people need a wake up call to say you are no different than than the homeless person you pass on the street and and turn your nose up to. So I mean, I've just started to put myself in check because at the end of the day, wherever we end up. Guess what? There's not a special place for you or a special place for me. It's one or the other, in my opinion. It's one or the other. No matter what you make here, what you do here, at the end of the day, that ain't going with you. Exactly. Exactly. It's time for us to wake up and do what we were put here to do, and that is to heal the brokenhearted and set the captive free. And and the way you do that is with truth. So if you're going through your hell Share share with somebody. I thought about today. There are so many people probably in need of some type of help, assistance, whether it be emotionally, financially, whatever. But we will not ask for help, and we will not say that we're going through it, which means now you're going to blame somebody for not showing up in your life, in your corner, because you didn't ask or you didn't even let on that there's something going on. It's kind of like what you said, Bo, and so you end up making all these wrong choices, being angry at life and stuff, and it and it affects your entire life. I did that as well. I've, I've allowed myself to get in a situation when I could have just asked for help. I had to learn the hard way, and that is pride. That is pride. That is pride because, again, why are we here? And what does the word tell us to do? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love, I mean, love God. We, we So how can we even love God or accept God's word if we don't love the creation of us through that God? And then how can you love somebody else? So pride has to go. Those seven deadly sins. And pride has to go. Pride has to be eliminated because if you allow it, Bo, your pride could... could could take your whole family out. Yeah. Is it worth that? Yeah. And that's what people have to ask. So I was really, I wasn't sure how you guys were going to, to even to to take it, to take it. But I just like that now is the time to start doing something. Now is the time for us to speak up as a family and as friends. And you guys, it has been wonderful. I told told Brandon, one of his childhood friends from Florida, donated. Like, we haven't talked to this child in years on top of years. And I just saw her name, and I'm like, wow. People, I think people want to help. And, yeah, and I appreciate I'm, it. We, we appreciate you're it. So we really do. I mean, we, we both looked at, you know, some of the, you know, the, the donations, the names on the donation, and, you know, we, sh- we had to shed a tear, you know what I'm saying, because we see that people care. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't take it to heart, not to cut you off. I don't take it to heart uh, yeah. to feel, you know, some some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, if you don't get help, these folks is not, not going to feel sorry for you. They're not. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you're fighting against uh, a bucket of crabs, and every time you get to the top, somebody pulls you down. And every open door that was open is shutting in your face. You know what I mean? And it makes a person want to give up. It makes you angry, first of all. 
You know what I'm saying? But you have to stay prayed up and you have to, you know, just ask God to sort it out because no matter what you do or how you do it, at the end of the day, he's still Lord of Lords, King of Kings, and he has the last say. But it, it does do you harm in your spirit, in your soul, man, and in your mind that every time you, you, you try to go forward, there's something always pulling you back, you know? And, you know, I, I wake up, I mean, just to give you a brief notation, you know, uh, here last week, uh, I woke up, you know what I mean? And I went to the restroom and when I heard something hit the floor and I was like, Tasha, what was that? And she didn't say anything. When I came out of the bathroom and I looked, Tasha had, had, had a seizure in her sleep and had fallen off the bed between the bed and the wall. And she was going through it, a grandma seizure, you know? So I moved the bed and, you know, tried to get out as best as I could, you know what I mean, until it was over with. But that was, it was scared, it scared me because that had never happened in her sleep before. So I knew that they were getting worse because of, you know, her not having medication. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thankful to, to that she did have when she had pregnancy Medicaid. I'm thankful to that lady because that lady is giving her samples, something that she doesn't even have to do. She's giving her samples because we can't afford $1,000 a month. We can't afford that. You understand what I'm saying? So the lady's giving her samples to try to keep her afloat. And even that, you know what I'm saying, is not enough because she only gives her enough samples for maybe two to three weeks because that's all that she gets. But she gives her all that she has just to to try to make it that, you know, much better for her until something happens with the Medicaid or with the, the disability or with something. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you know, even I have went through means to, you know, try to get medication for her to help her. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, it's a scary situation. And then when it's ha- when it's all over, you know, she doesn't know different things and she's chewed up her tongue and you're sitting there and there's nothing that you can do to help her. There's nothing there. And it tugs at your heart because this is somebody that you love and that you hate to see them go through it. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you, you're... You're you're battling. You're going to work, and then you're scared to leave her at home with our son because you don't know what's what's going to happen. You know that has happened also. You know what I mean? I'm at work, and I hear the phone drop, and then I'm calling her, and I leave work, and I shoot to the house, and I get here, and she's out. You know what I'm saying? And you know, had not I hadn't if I hadn't taken our son with me that morning, then he'd have been walking around for 45 minutes to maybe an hour. Could have got into anything while she was passed out. So it's a scary situation, and it's a lot that that goes on that people don't understand because you're on the outside looking in. You know, well, I'm being an open book, and I'm giving you a, a verbal view of what we go through, you know what I'm saying, as, as husband and wives with sicknesses or illnesses that we have no control over, you know what I mean? But like I said, you know, I appreciate everything that you've done. I appreciate everyone that has done things thus far, those that are, you know, are aiming to do so. I appreciate you. You know, may God bless you, you know what I mean? And have a smile upon you and your family members. Um, but like I said, it's time for us to, to band together as, as people, man. You know what I mean? We're the black race and, 
we, we're, we're getting the, 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 the bottom of the barrel because of not helping each other, you know, not wanting to, to see each other succeed. You know, every other race comes over here and they band together, and the next thing you know, they're running stuff. Or they got businesses, they got houses, they got this, they got that. Not that material things count, but it's the it's the idealism between behind getting together and pulling with each other to have more. And then those people put on their people, and you know, just look at the the world today. Just look at it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not throwing any stones at no particular race. I'm just saying, look at how those people do. You know what I mean? They come over here and they get together, and the next thing you know, we're buying from them. And as black people, we spend more money than anybody in the world, any race in the world. We spend more money than those folks. But if we spent it with each other in black businesses, black-owned this and black-owned that, you know, black clothing lines and so forth and so on, there ain't nothing that can stop us from reaching the, the sky's the limit. There is nothing that can stop us, but will we do it? I don't understand why, because we'll only be helping our own our own race. You know, that's a topic that, that you're not on, but, you know, it's a lot of thought that I've given to that, you know what I mean? And it, it hurts my heart to see it happen like this, but, I mean, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You know what I mean? And that's what the bottom line is. If we would pull together to help each other, man, this world would be a better place for us, for our race, for our generation that would come out every day. I turn on the news, and our young kids are killing each other, man, so fast to, you know, the other races don't have to do it no more. They sit back and put guns in our neighborhoods and let them kill each other. It's sad. There's an awakening morning in Atlanta when I, I wake up, man, and kids ain't killed each other, man, or robbed somebody or did, or did something through the night. And there's no leadership. There's, there's no leadership for these, these youth, and it's gotten out of hand to the point to where, you know, you can't even go to the grocery store no more without being a target, or you can't go to the gas station without being a target, you know? You can't go to the the barbershop, the hair store, without being a target for something that's happening. And it has to stop. It has to be a point to where, you know, every you know everybody takes accountability. You know, mothers mind your children. Fathers be fathers. You know, and stand up in the paint, man, for what God loves. And that's the truth, man. Stand up in the paint and, and, and be accountable for who you are and for what you've made. You know? Anyway, I didn't get on here to say all that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I oh, love I'm glad you. you did. And, and, and thank you. And, and much of I could start a whole other show off of what you said, you know, like the $1,000 a month. Think about that, people. No, Nobody, no person should have to be, should be expected to be able to pay that for medication, to stay alive when we say that we are, the great America, you know, like you got a doctor, doctor saying you can't drive. So if you can't drive, you know, how are you going to work? Even though Tasha's been diligently looking for a job, like she, she wants a job. But like I told her today, you never know why these doors are not opening for you. So it's like Bo said, you get out there, you're driving, you're not supposed to be for the sake of what? For money? For what? 
Because at the end of the day, pack that crap up and, and, and go live with somebody. Come here. Like, I, the door is always open. We should not have to make decisions based, like, life decisions. Because there's a bill due that we cannot pay. And we have family. And we'll go and spend, you know, $10 on a, at McDonald's easily. Easily. We'll spend $100 on concerts. People, I mean, really. Um, me, me, me. I got stuff here. I told Tasha today I got perfume I found under my cabinet that I bought and never even used. Never opened it just because I love perfume. And got bottles sitting up here just and, and rarely go anywhere to even put it on. Like, how crazy is that? Sick. Caught up in this world and stuff. And so there's so you might say, well, what can I do? There's so much you can do. And if you can't give a dollar, you better give it because if you if you can't give a dollar, then you're gonna need some dollars pretty soon. And from my end, it's always, always better to give. Always better to be the giver than the receiver. You're, that's that's the where the blessing comes. And so. Bo, there, there are people that have told me that they've asked how, how long. That's why I'm going to leave it up. I didn't put it in because some people want to give more, and they want to be able, they'll be able to do that later. So we're just going to hang tight, and I say to all of you who are listening, it could be you, it could be me, it could be your child, it could be your mom, your sister, your brother. And so... Give and ask the people in your family, hey, I want to support this. And, again, this is something that I don't want to stop. I want for you guys to be able to call in here and say, hey, I want to recommend a family. I want to recommend a a child. I want to recommend whatever the case may be. And then we have people that we can say, we can go to and say, hey, you guys, we got got another case. Who who can do this one? Who Who can support this one? Because I tell you, there have been times in my life where $20 has made a difference in my life. And when you've been there, man, it's a whole other world. You you don't look at people the same. You don't, you don't look at what they need and don't need or what they have and don't have and, you're able, and, and judge them in that sense when you've been down to your last. So... You are welcome. I thank you for 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 not being so caught up in the man thing that you said that you, that it would make you say no. We can't do that. I'm not doing that. So thank you for that, and I say hats off to you, and just hold tight because this too shall pass. This too has passed. We just haven't got it yet. So hang tight, my brother. And we love. We love you. Love you too. Thank you for being there for Tasha. I mean, I can't imagine so what you're going through. So thank you for being there for 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 my cousin who's mm-hmm. been there for me all my life. Um, yeah, so. you're welcome. There's no doubt, never a day that I would miss doing what I'm doing. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'll do it to you every right, time night. I say I'm getting off this show and y'all just keep me on for two hours. I'm gonna start charging y'all for me to be on here. <laughs> Good night. No, but I love it. Thank you, Bo, and hang hang in there. Hang in there. 
I will do just that. All right. Well, good people, I was, and I think I'm going to share this really quick because I think it is important, and 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 I and I and I also think we're just going to keep doing this for a while. What's on your mind? Because it allows people to just kind of share, and so many things are going on in the world, and and you know, both both brought up. I'll go back to listen to this show too, especially the part where he started talking, because you know, those same kids that are that are robbing us or you know, caught up out there. I've heard I've heard of stories where young men will do stuff like that, trying to help their mom, trying to trying to pay a bill. You you go out and you rob something, and, and to you, hey, I don't want to do this, but I gotta do it. And so y'all, we got we got so much work to do, and so much of the stuff that we buy and take part of, or participate in, man, really, and we'll pass. Homeless people And not offer A piece of bread And I'm not saying everybody you have to do that But some people you pass We don't need to pass the, the This this lady and, and that I'm helping with And I need to announce that again uh, Before I get off of here um, The reason, one of the reasons This lady has such a giving heart Like when she heard about Tasha's story About the medication she has texted me so many times trying to find out, can she take generic brands? And what I know she's getting ready to do is pay for her medication. Like, I already know because that's just how she is. Like, she's texted me more about my family member, about my cousin, someone that she does not know and may not ever meet, but that's just how she is. And so, like, that was the first thing I wanted to do was support her in in this event that she's doing because she's just and doesn't know me from from really from anybody just met her and she's been a blessing to me like i've known her my entire life and so i i want to be like her i want to number one i want to have that heart and i also want to be willing to show up not just have sympathy for it pray for it I want to be able to be a blessing to someone. And I can't do it by myself because I don't have all those zeros in my account behind the numbers. But together, we can. So let's do it. I'm going to end end up with this. So the, the show for, for this event um, is Friday, July 7th, 7 o'clock at the es- Esplanade. If you want information or if you want to get a ticket, do call me, 901-830-6088, 901-830-6088. We have two tickets left for the VIP table that we have um, or, or got. So tickets are $55 per ticket for the VIP, and you you have other um, sections that you can get as well. So we got together, the Friday Night Bible Girls got together, um, not all, but but most of us are going with a few other of their friends and things like that. So we're supporting that. Um, second thing, the GoFundMe for Bo and Tasha, it's GoFundMe.com backslash, a, not a fresh start, but fresh start. So GoFundMe.com fresh start. And you can Google, for, go, you can go to GoFundMe and put in fresh start, and it will come up as well. If you If you can't give, um, tell somebody about it, pull it up, share it, take it to work, ask coworkers to, to donate, family members, whatever it may be. 
and think about um, is this something that you'd be willing to join in on? And, and, and we should have so many people that, you know, if we have something once a month, you wouldn't have to give your dollar that month. But think about it. If you gave $1 every month, that's $12 a year towards helping somebody that we would make so clear of where the money is going and, and all of that. That's something that you would not have to worry about. But this is something that I don't want to stop with Tasha and Bo. I don't want to stop. There are so many more families out there that just need a little help, a fresh start. So GoFundMe.com backslash fresh start or call me at 901-830-6088. You can give more. Um, but I think the power would be in telling someone about it and then saying, hey, you guys, let's get together and give $100 or $200, and then all of you give give a dollar and then somebody donate it. Because, again, it's helping them, but also about the power of unity, something so small, $1, that together, added together with many people changes the lives. And then we'll just do it again. We'll just keep doing it and doing it and doing it until this grows beyond what we could ever imagine. So last thing I'm going to say, um, I wanted to, I was able to get on, I am able to get on Facebook. And I have, uh, this guy has actually been on the show a very long time ago. Um, he's on, on Facebook, Rollo DeSante. And he is very controversial, great guy, but he posts things that, Boy, does it get people in this this I don't know some kind of zone because the and, and and great guy, but he brings up some some things that just kind of get women and men just in this frenzy about and go back and forth. So I want to read something that he posted. He's he's going to be getting married soon, and this generated. I mean, I'm so glad. I saw this one because in most cases I'm usually the last one to see his post and then I've missed the conversation. I just I have to go back and read it all, read all the comments because there's so many. Like this particular one has been shared 67 times. Um, and this is what it says. It says, I'll never forget when my future wife told me that she is tired of having to be a strong woman and that she doesn't want to be strong and that she she doesn't want to be strong and that she wanted to relax and know that her man will handle handle whatever problems may come in reality this is what all so-called strong women want the main reason why so many of my sisters are single is because they are afraid to admit admit this and relinquish that type of power to a man because they grew up being taught not to trust them. So that was his that was his short short comment. Um, and I I I came on. I believe I was the, I was I was the first one for the reason it popped right up. And I said she's on point, Rollo. Congrats! And I was congratulating him on his marriage. And um, I told him I'll be the second one to say that I'm tired, and I'll I'll go on to say I'm tired as hell. And what was such a blessing for me, and there there are several comments, like there are many, many I shouldn't say many, several, there are many. And this statement pissed some women off, I mean, to the point where he kind of had to go back and forth with the one woman 
Um, and I didn't see how it could really piss her off so bad, but it did. And some of them, you know, like I did, agreed and said, yeah, I'm tired too and blah, blah, blah. But I spoke to, I was able to speak shortly thereafter, speak to his soon-to-be wife, and what a delight. Like I could just, even like with what Bo is saying about, you know, just being open and willing to accept the help. Talking to her, we both realized that we have just we have similar stories, like of why we're so tired of of just having the need to be strong in so many areas of our lives to the point where we can't blame it all on the man. Like we cannot blame it on man. It has a lot to do with childhood and just other stuff, like what we talked about tonight. And so. I, he has. I don't know if he's listening or if she's listening tonight, but he has. He he. It, they have a great chance of making this work. And I'll say I'm the first. Like when I see people getting married, I think, Oh Lord, what's going to happen? You know, how is this going to work out? But I think there are two people who understand the balance and what's needed and what comes with that balance. So I wanted to just that's one of the things that have been on my has been on my mind since I, I read that comment and then even the responses from the people that um took the time to respond and, and, and again it just goes to show you the most positive statement could make a person feel the worst which will generate such a negative or a negative comment. And I say that to say look inside because when you're offended when something bothers you, it's usually not about the other person or the people or the situation or the circumstance. It's usually a sore spot for you. So take the Band-Aid off the sore spot and um, make it well. Make it well. But Rollo DeSante, he's on Facebook. If you ever, if you, if you send him a friend request and tell him, you know, Butterfly Evolution sent you because, again, he keeps he just keeps things going, and, and they're really thought-provoking um, comments, statements, and things like that. So he'll keep you on your toes for sure. So give him a shout-out. I wanted to share that. So we're going to do this again, you guys, next Monday. We're going to do just maybe for this summer. Maybe we'll just kind of let our hair down a little bit and, and go at it, just have open discussion, open topics as long as we can go. And I think the world will give us plenty to talk about. Um, in doing that. So thank you a lot again. I said I was going to have you out of here in an hour, but it's been two hours. I'll blame that on Bo. But thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. Happy Fourth of July. Be careful um, in your doings, whatever it is you're going to do. Remember, GoFundMe.com backslash Fresh Start. And if you have any any problems finding it or don't want to donate that way, call me, reach out to me, and I'll I'll make it happen. We'll find a way for you to mail it, um, maybe even directly to to Tasha and Boa. However, I'll talk to them about that. So share share the news, spread the word, talk to your family members about it. Um, call me about maybe being sure that you're you're part of. Fresh Star Angels, that's what we're going to name the the group, organization, whatever we're going to call it, because, again, I don't want to stop this. Like, I, I have such a vision for this, and I don't want to stop it. I want this to just be 
the start, the fresh start of Fresh Start Angels. We want to, to be angels in the lives of people today. So thank you all. Have a great night. We'll be back next Monday. Move your trash can or trash can. Tell somebody about Butterfly Evolution. Don't forget, if if, if you hear of your employer, your um, church, whatever, um, let me know because the seminar and the assessment is wonderful. It helps you in your life, helps you move forward, um, acknowledge things, and just kind of move forward. So thank you all. You have a great night. And as always, I see my lovely cousin Diane, who I don't think has ever missed a show. I'm going to have to verify that with her, but I don't think she's ever missed a show, you guys. So I'm going to take this end this show with her favorite song and I hope I'm able to find it because Rodney had started taking this song so let me let me do that here but you guys have a great night uh listen to this song through the end and we're gonna end the show here thank you guys it's like you're looking through a telescope you see that's not it so let me go again I told you guys this is Rodney's baby uh there we go I have it you guys good night
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.